Hello everybody, welcome back to the Kiwi Gardening Podcast. Once again, you're here with the DIY plant man and Nick Newland. Hello. Nick Newland or just Nick? Welcome back. I'm just Nick. Yeah. You're exposing my name. No, that's... You've already taken me on Instagram and stuff. Yeah, sorry about that. So everybody knows your identity. I'm an open book. I've got no secrets. You've probably got thousands of followers now. Yeah, follow me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, needs, he needs all the love he can get. Alrighty, alrighty. Anyways, uh, today... We're talking about gardening gold. Yes, gardening gold. Guys, what is gardening gold? Yeah. I'm very intrigued. Yeah, so... Um, uh, am I going to get rich? Are, are people listening to this going to get rich? Um, I, I, I reckon invest your money into some good stocks. <laughs> <laughs> so, not... <laughs> wrong type of money? Wrong yeah, type wrong of gold? Type of money. Um, Maybe not, uh, not rich, monetarily rich, but the soil... Is gonna get rich, right? Yeah, that's right. So yeah, guys, this is not gonna. This is not a get rich scheme unless you're growing something that is worth more than gold. Do you know what's worth more than <laughs> gold in the garden? Not nothing. Yeah, there is something. What? And there's something that you can grow that's weight is more worth more than gold. What is it? Saffron. Oh really? Yeah. That's the most ex- one of the most expensive spices in the world. Is it hard to grow, or it just takes a lot? It's not. That's that so light, right? Yeah, so the saffron is like the male part of the flower. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so you got your flower, and then you got those three little things inside the middle of the flower. Mm-hmm. That's what saffron is. Ah. So you hardly get anything from right, one, right. One to get one. a lot. So yeah, it's why it's so expensive. I think to get one kg of saffron, you need uh, twelve thousand flowers or twenty thousand flowers. Wow. So crazy, yeah. crazy. Anyway, we're not going to be growing saffron, guys. That's a little bit off topic. Yeah, <laughs> but going from rich gold. Gold. Okay, guys, one thing that is very valuable in the garden and something that a lot of people actually find a nuisance in this time of the year, leaves. Leaves? Leaves. Expand on that. During this time of the season, the trees that shed all their leaves, they drop on the ground, mm-hmm. they, they get messy. They Especially get if you've got big trees, they smother. They can smother your garden, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and it, it never looks as nice when you're, your ground's full of leaves. It no, looks no, nice no. for a little bit when they're all orange and, you know, kind of... Yeah, they kind of golden, they kind of golden, the golden uh, leaves all over the lawn. Yeah. But when they look rubbish, you know, it's just been raining and it's all they're all kind of soggy and sad and they're kind of starting to yeah. decompose a little yeah. bit. Not the best. No, but guys, you can use these to your advantage in the garden, and this is probably one product that I do like the most. So right now we're going to talk about leaf mulch as gardening, gardener's gold, mm-hmm. and then we can also talk about maybe later um, some mulches to avoid and some other forms of uh, things you can use as mulch. Mm-hmm. So, Sounds good. Yeah, so let's get into it. So leaves as mulch. Okay, so guys, the reason we use mulch is to so increase organic matter into your soil. So mm. that's like, you know, the humus, adding nutrients and stuff to your soil. Yep. And this is done by leaves breaking down. Leaves and, you know, other structures like small branches and sticks and stuff. These all get eaten by microbes and worms and other insects. They decompose it mm-hmm. and break it down. Breaks down and then becomes part of the soil. It becomes part of the soil and it makes a really dark, rich soil. Mm-hmm. That, you know, it's very soft. It's very, like, smells quite nice as yep. well. And this here is, plants absolutely love it. That's why it's called gardening gold because you can't buy the equivalent of that in a garden store. You know, if you buy potting mix or these other products, they don't really compare to Just what... naturally broken down leaves. Yeah. And if you really look in nature, it's really amazing how trees work. So, you know, in summer, you've got leaves, mm-hmm. like everything. Foliage is going hard. Yeah, foliage on the leaves, on the trees are going hard. And, and then you get into this time of the year, autumn, or as the Americans like to call it, fall. Fall, makes and sense. Because all the leaves fall <laughs> no, off the trees. No wonder. <laughs> yeah, you get to that time of the year and all the, the leaves fall off the trees. And what it does, 
is it drops directly under the trees usually unless it gets blown away by wind and what that does is it gives that plant that soil or and that plant yeah. directly um, it gives it protection from the oh, elements because yeah. yeah. it kind of warms up the soil like mm. a big it's leaf. like just a layer like a, yeah. almost like a protective layer over the soil right? it's like a blanket <laughs> and also what it does it breaks down and it feeds that plant as mm-hmm. well so over time the plant is feeding itself over the years yeah i never really thought about it like that but yeah. yeah so it's like a full cycle so yeah it's, yeah it's, if you look at it like that, you know, like mulch and leaves are actually really important. But I know a lot of people, and I used to be the same, but like, you see leaves and like, this you is messy, this is annoying, yeah. yeah. But now I I jump at every opportunity to grab a bag of leaves or... And that's the good thing about leaves, like, at least we're lucky in New Zealand, we've got, we've got trees everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And like, you, it wouldn't take you long, even if you don't have one in your backyard, you walk down to the local school or the local park yeah, or yeah. there's going to be a, at this kind of time of the year, there's going to be a tree somewhere close to you that you can easily scoop up some leaves off the ground. Yeah, definitely. And I don't think anyone's going to complain if they see you scooping up leaves <laughs> off the lawn at the yeah. local park. You know, it's not like you're, it's, you're not really stealing. It's just... It's doing a favor. Yeah, We're high just... viz. People think you are working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> what they do is, there's a couple of things that they do. They, they form a layer of protection for the plant. They also insulate the roots so the, the plants can actually grow quicker. And it also stops the rain impacting the soil, compacting the soil, mm-hmm. sorry. So the rain can easily compact the soil if you don't have any protection there. And you think about for like a massive tree, like those, the elements aren't going to affect it as much. But the the leaves, using the same thing, the leaves to protect small, smaller plants in your own garden, like yeah, it's going to make yeah. a huge difference, especially things like the rain, like you said, compacting the soil, yeah. keeping it warm. Yeah, it's for those smaller plants, it's going to be... If it's if it's doing that good of a job for massive trees, imagine how much how good it's going to do for your tiny plants, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's quite amazing. If you um if you look at your garden, and it's a bare garden, there's no leaves, no, you know, no mulch in your garden. If you, like, dig around, you don't really find any insects. No worms, no other little insects in the soil. Mm-hmm. However, if you put a, la- a layer of mulch there an inch or two inches so you know a few centimeters if you dig in that area you'll see a whole bunch of um, different composting um, insects Mm -hmm. there breaking it down Mm -hmm. and it's amazing how fast they can break it down yeah it's funny you said that actually we've got a worm farm at our at our place oh nice and uh yeah you just chuck all your your standard yeah kitchen scraps in there yeah yeah. and it's crazy how fast like you put something in the next couple days you have a look and there's like the worms that absolutely engulfed it yeah and like they go hard on that eh? They, they work fast yeah yeah, so it's quite quite amazing what they can do mm-hmm. in, in such a short time. So what I'd like to do before I put leaves in my garden, there's a couple of things that can happen. They can blow away quite easily, and also they can take a while to break down if you leave them whole. So what I like to do is I like to put them in a bag and stand on the bag and kind of oh, crush them up. Oh, just crush them up a bit? Yeah, or you can use your lawnmower or something, just run over them. The smaller the particles the easier it is, more surface area for that those insects. Yeah, go. easier for the insects to actually have a crack at it. Yeah, and it'll break down a lot faster. Makes sense. Yeah. We have a couple questions here, just from Google. Though. Oh, you found these online, right? Like, yeah, online. It's just um different questions, questions uh, yeah. on mulch. Oh, here's one. You've been talking about leaves. Can grass hay be used to mulch a garden? I know like lots of people will mow their lawns Yeah. and then chuck the clippings right on the lawn, and some people will say it's great, and some people will say... It's a horrible idea. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard both. So, what do you know about this? Okay, I've used a lot of grass clippings. I remember we talked in the episode about my gardening mistakes. Oh yeah. I remember I used the 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 grass slash hay that was 
uh, that had gone oh, to seed. Oh, had, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really. think you want to be aware of whether or not your your grass has seeds in it. Yeah, or weeds as well. Or uh, weeds. Just weeds in general. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise they'll germinate in your garden and yeah. you don't want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mulch is actually a good way to prevent weeds because mm. it kind of suppresses them. But if you're adding them to the garden, that's yeah. <laughs> not very helpful. My personal use for leaves would be using them around trees. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just putting them around a big established tree, I find that really helpful. I, I would find no reason not to use them around your veggie garden either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a question here as well. There was one, uh, actually, it's in our, at our worm farm as well. It says, why are there little bugs flying around my mulch? Okay, so... Because, you, you know, you have your obvious, like the worms and the other bugs yeah, like, yeah. And living in the soil, eating it. But then, yeah, we have it at our worm farm, and then I'm, I'd assume you have it around mulch as well. Yeah. Lots of little bugs flying around. What, what's that all about? Yeah. Okay. So, um, in your worm farm, you might have things like fruit flies in there. Mm-hmm. Fruit flies are more attracted to decaying fruit and yeah. veggies. You'll see those even on a kitchen bench if you yeah. leave a banana around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they pretty much once things start decomposing, they just kind of they're there. Yeah. They just appear. Yeah. Um, but for um, gardening mulch and stuff, it's not so much the fruit flies that you'll be dealing with. It's these things called uh, fungus gnats. Oh, yeah. And these fungus gnats feed on the dead material. Mm-hmm. So they, they're kind of helping break down the, yeah. that material. Oh, so they're actually, well. They actually are helping. They are helping, but they can be a bit of a pest. Yeah, they're right. Yeah, it's like, like, I have it at the worm farm. We open the lid up, and then there's like almost like a, not a swarm, but you know, you get yeah, things yeah. flying in your face. It's a bit of. Uh... Yeah, I'm trying to do my. I'm trying to do my bit, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, get rid of uh, get rid of this all this waste in the kitchen into a put it in a good way. Yeah, some compost. Put yeah. it on the garden. Yeah, and the flies just coming in my face. For the fungus gnats. Yep. Um, we have them at work as well. So at work, we're growing those really, really small seedlings. Yeah. And when they just um throw their root, so you've got the the seed and it's starting to um put out a root. Um, what can happen is these fungus gnats, they're trying to eat the fungus there, but they also disturb the root. They kind of take a munch at the root. Mm-hmm. This is the fungus gnat larvae. So it looks like a little like a little maggot, mm-hmm. like a tiny, tiny maggot. And so they can do damage to small, small seedlings, Okay. Um, but very, very small. But then once they get to a certain size, like the stuff you've got out in your garden will be absolutely fine. They won't get affected by those fungus gnats. So yeah, not an issue to worry about okay. in your, your garden. Uh, I saw also another question on there that said, why are there mushrooms growing? Oh, in yeah. My, yeah, in I see my... this one here as well. Yeah. yeah. One reason you might get mushrooms is they like to grow on decaying matter as well. Yeah. And also, if it's humid and uh, moist, if it's a little bit wet and the good, like a bit, because often it's like starts, if it's underneath, like the mulch is like dark, damp, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's like the perfect environment for um, mushrooms to grow, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not, nothing to worry about either. Um, you can just pull them out or I've never tried to eat them. I'm too scared to eat mushrooms. Yeah. So. What's the what's the rule? It's like if you look underneath in the underneath the the bulb of the mushroom is like white or black. It depends. One of them is you can eat them, and one of them you can't. Oh really? Have I've you never, heard that before? No, I haven't. Maybe there was just some some wives' tale I heard when I was a kid. No, you know more than me. I've like because I've seen mushrooms before. I'm like that's that oh. looks friendly. It oh, because like we used we used to have them growing on the field at school, and then. Like yeah. People would pick them up. Oh, you can't eat that one. It's it's white underneath, or it's black underneath. Or I can't remember what it was, but I'm pretty sure be if it's white underneath, you can't eat it because I know the ones you can buy in the store. So you get the butternut. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure they got brown slash black underneath. Like oh, the girls, no the girls are brown, dark called? brown. I think they're called girls. I have no idea. They look like girls. Yeah. So let's call them girls. Honestly, I'm pretty I, sure they are. But I've got no idea about uh about mushrooms. No. But who knows? I, I would I would be a bit hesitant just to grab it. Mushrooms out of mulch. Like, oh, is there mushrooms here? Add them to the add them to the dinner tonight. Yeah. Um, All right, so that's in a quite an yeah. extensive um, 
stuff, but what's you kind of talked about some upsides of mulches. Yeah. What are some things to avoid when when going with mulches? Some things that kind of you said leaves are quite good. What are some things that you would tend to avoid? Yeah. Using yeah. as mulch. Okay, so yeah, we, because not all not all decomposing plant matter is the same, right? Simple, yeah. It's not all. It's not all good. Equal. Yes. <laughs> So what we've got here, so we talked about leaves. Leaves are generally good. There are some leaves to stay away from. I would try to avoid using um, eucalyptus leaves. So eucalyptus leaves, for one, they're very hard, so they take a long time to break down. Um, and I've heard also that they um, contain some herbicides. So herbicides, some natural herbicides, and herbicides can prevent other seeds from germinating. Mm -hmm. So if you have put eucalyptus leaves down and then you've planted your radish seeds, it might prevent them from germinating. Right. And I can understand in nature what that plant is trying to do, what that eucalyptus is trying to do. It drops the leaves from the top and kind of tells other little plants, don't, don't grow, come up here. Don't grow here. It's a really big plant <laughs> This here. is my space. Yeah. <laughs> so a pretty selfish plant, to be honest. But and survival of the fittest. Yeah. That's what it is, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's one I'd stay away from. Also, pine pine needles. They also take a lot oh, of time. Yeah. I would just, yeah. Yeah, if you, go into the, if you go into a pine forest, I don't know if any of your viewers have done that before. Once again, we're lucky in New Zealand to have things like that so close to us a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, you kind of go in there and it's like you can almost grab like a whole handful of them. It's like it goes so deep as well to the soil, the amount of pine, le uh, pine needles yeah. that sit laying there. And yeah, you're right, they do last. They seem to last for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And one other thing it does is it, uh, it changes the pH of the soil. Oh, yeah. So it can alter like the right growing environments for your plants. Mm -hmm. You might have to adjust that as well. Just in general, just stay just away from it. Oh, I, yeah. If you're using it once a like, year, Every now and then, that's fine, but I wouldn't probably use it every single Exclusively. time. Exclusively, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll move away from leaves now. So there are different forms of mulches. You can use wood chips. Oh, yeah. Wood chips, I do like wood chips. They also take Like bark, longer. you mean, or that's different? Like, yeah, it's a bit different. Uh -huh. So wood chips um, are a lot smaller, smaller than bark. Yeah. And then, you, and then you have bark, which you can use as well. Yeah. But that's not really made to break down. So right. that's the outside. The bark is the outside of the tree. Yeah. So it's more kind of spongy. Mm -hmm. it, and it doesn't really break down that quickly. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that, that's more for something that you don't really want to um, have break down. Um, but so that's why people often use that as like almost like decorative cover, right? They'll put it like if they have like a like a garden in their backyard, they're trying to make it look nice. They'll put like some bark or like some wood chips down to kind of make it look. Tidy. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. But not really ideal for actually providing your soil with uh, good nutrients. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I would definitely not use that. Other things you can use for mulch are Wait, things you should use. Okay, no, this is the thing you shouldn't use. Oh, okay. This is one thing. When I moved to my new house, this had it in the back garden and the front garden, and I've actually left it there. But I would definitely not buy this product. So what it is, it's black bark. Remember in the, all the schools, they used to have, like, around the playground, they have all that bark, but it's, like, blue or yeah. different colours. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what that is, that, that's dyed wood chips, and what it's made out of is usually the old pellets that oh, you get. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they shred it up, and then they it. dye it to yeah. make it look like it's something better than it is. <laughs> um, and what it contains is a lot of chemicals, because that wood is treated. Mm -hmm. So I would not, I would not really buy those and use them. Yeah. Because you don't really know what you're putting in your soil. Yeah, exactly. And it's just rubbish being transformed yeah. into something. Oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, stay away from those dyed wood chips, guys. There's a lot of natural natural resources that you can use. And, yeah, those dyed wood chips are definitely not going to make any gold in your garden. Okay, guys. So, yeah, thanks for listening to this episode. On gardening gold. 
on gardening. Not real gold, unfortunately. Yeah, sorry guys. I hope you guys didn't listen to the end if you thought that. Well, I hope you guys didn't <laughs> listen to the end. <laughs> we hope we didn't let you down by talking about garden gold rather than real gold. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. If you would like to see more content, check us out on Instagram or, yeah, if you haven't already, follow us on on Spotify or whatever your uh, your streaming platform of choices. Yeah, please subscribe, guys. Whatever it's called, I don't know what it's called. It's called following. Oh, I think, I think on Spotify is following. Yeah. On other other ones, it's subscribe or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, what we're trying to say is link yourself to us so that you can get all the rest of the episodes coming yeah. straight to your feed. Yeah. If you guys have any advice for us or any tips, we'd love to hear from you. So actually, um, this past week I did get some feedback. Oh yeah. This is from Carlo and Leon. Thank oh, you, shout boys. Out. Yeah. Shout out. These are the boys. Hey, so they said that um, in our previous episodes, we talk a bit quiet. Uh-huh. Too so, quiet? Too quietly. It's Yeah, it's really hard when editing to get those those audio levels right, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's something, yeah, it just comes with the more you do it, you'll kind of figure out what works and what doesn't. Yeah, so boys, we will try our best to <laughs> improve for you. Speak a bit louder. Yeah. And if you, if anybody else has any feedback, we'd yeah, love to hear from you. Please let us know. We want to make this content as easy and as pleasurable for you to listen to as possible yes we'd love you for you to fall asleep while listening to us fall asleep no i'm actually maybe not not that we're not boring i listen to podcasts sometimes just to like clear my mind a little bit you know true sweet as thanks again for listening yeah see you guys later yep chingu's out